The following episode is an interview with my good Canadian friend and returning guest, Truth Warrior, David Whitehead. David will be sharing his views on the trucker convoy and what is really happening in Canada, as opposed to what we're being told through the mainstream media outlets. We discuss the idea of controlled opposition and psyops and the bigger picture of what is unfolding. David also talks about his self-produced film series, Cult of the Medics, where he lays out the true history of the medical establishment, the corruption of medical education and social engineering, going even back to our ancient history, looking into the genetic modification of humanity and the gods from the skies. Before we start, I'd like to let everyone know that my wife Laura and I start the next round of our 12-week in-depth private group coaching program, Time of Transition Embodied Soul Awakening, on April 11th until July 2nd. In this program, we go deep into the necessary inner work during this time of upheaval, sharing many psycho-spiritual practices, going deep into shadow work and the process of embodiment and soul individuation. We put this inner work in context of the outer work, teaching you about the bigger cosmic forces at work, the matrix control system, occult forces, esoteric evolutionary astrology, universal laws, divine will, and reality creation in light of the evolution of consciousness, and much more. This program and the many tools we share with you will help you to step into your sovereign individual power and creative potential to unlock your deeper purpose for being here during this time of transition. The course is limited to 40 people and enrollment has already started. At the time of this recording, we are about halfway full. So if you're interested in this program, go to my website, veilofreality.com and look under courses. You can read more about the program there. And if you're interested to join, fill out the application. The link is also posted below in the info section. With that being said, enjoy the show with David Whitehead. All right, uh, welcome everyone to another episode of the Cosmic Matrix podcast today with your host Bernhard Gunther. And I have uh, my one of my favorite guests returning once again, David Whitehead from Occupied Canada. <laughs> reporting directly and i want to just give a shout out to you because um you know i've been really following your telegram channel now for a while and you've been really doing excellent work following what's happening very grounded and also there's a really healthy sense of optimism which comes through your uh for your reporting and all of that and i really want to thank you for that because that's very much needed with all the craziness out there so welcome back to the show david Oh, uh, thank you so much, Bernhard. Always a great time to come on and talk with you and uh, love the work you're doing as well. And I appreciate that. Um, it's pretty intense times, especially in my country, Canada right now. Um, but it's also incredible times. And I'm just here to remind people that if we want to win this battle, we have to start acting like winners yeah. and have a winning mindset and do a balanced approach of always keeping an eye on possibility of things that could be going on to lay traps and to, uh, to stop this and to raise false hopes and, you know, put out misinformation. So we need that critical side, right? But that can become over amplified and drown out the truth about the actual positive victories that we mm. are having right now. And there are many, we could talk about a lot of them. And when you're looking at a big battle like this, that's global and that has all these implications and there's so much at stake um, and there's so many elements to it as you've covered so much as well, Bernhard. 
Um, we have to keep the big picture in perspective here yes. and, and keep willing this win and, and, and not being, uh, the other extreme would be pie in the sky. Everything's cool. Don't worry, yeah. sit on your hands. Don't, you know, so there's two extremes and my goal is, and I'm not perfect at it, but my goal is to, uh, try to keep it in the middle, keep it balanced and yeah. keep people hopeful because there is actually a lot to be very, very positive about right now. Exactly. Exactly. And I actually just wrote an article called uh, titled uh, controlled opposition and the truth movement where this uh, word or this expression controlled op or psyop is being thrown around like candy and everybody's you know, <laughs> know. people are black pilled and the truck convoy is a uh, uh, psyop and all of that so i want to address that as well as you sure. hinted at as well but before we dive into the current events because i know i've followed you on, on telegram as uh, you know for a while you've been really on it since the very beginning can we just summarize in a nutshell how it all started to where we are now with the truck convoy? oh yeah absolutely um so it started with in what i know okay because so much of this movement happened very grassroots this for me was one of the most grassroots movements i've ever seen made up by people that have never been to a protest in their life okay mm. um these are truckers farmers cowboys hardworking average Canadians, the blue collar middle class that got absolutely nailed to the wall during this you know, pandemic. Our economy got looted blind. Uh, all these business owners and entrepreneurs got totally shut down. Uh, prices of everything went up. So the, the pressure was building in the background. There were already numerous things that our government in Canada was doing to put heavier taxes and restrictions and red tape around farmers, um, around these truckers, um, and just basically be a pain in the butt. So they were already upset with the government on numerous fronts. And then this pandemic happened, and then we've all seen everything that's unfolded, uh, the constant shifting of the goalposts, the empty promises, the misinformation, the flat-out lies. Everybody's been watching this. And I think these people, these truckers, they were the people in Canada that just wanted to be left alone. <laughs> and those are the kinds of people, Bernhard, that yeah. I recommend everybody just... Don't ever try to piss these people off. They're not the people to mess with. These are your Rambo type people. Okay. And I'm not talking violence here. I'm talking just strength of will, sheer, uh, just work ethic up at five in the morning, you know, working 20 hour days. These guys are the hardest working people. They're quiet. They just want to be left alone to raise their families and provide for their families and do their work. And the government pushed, you know, he started uh, poking that hornet's nest. And there was a video that started it off, I believe, okay, there might be people that have a different opinion, but what I saw was there was a trucker that made a video saying, hey, guys, this is out of control with these mandates. We should do this. And he kind of laid out his basic, just off the cuff idea of how to, you know, basically get the truckers to shut down everything because the truckers run this country. Without the truckers in every country, without these truckers going out to those big shipping containers and grabbing all those goods and all the food and all the oil and the gas and the stuff everybody's ordering on Amazon or whatever, um, without them, we're, we're back to the Middle Ages, all right? So yeah. the, it just took fire. That video went super viral. And then it, there started to be some organization that was happening. And I have two theories about the organization. One is sort of their own story of, oh, it's just a bunch of truckers. It went viral. We all started doing it. And then it just, we had some central, you know, leadership. And then it just spread like wildfire. It was unstoppable, very organic. Yeah. 
That's one. The other is that um, there were military and intelligence people that were involved in setting this up, mm-hmm. and they decided to employ a naval war a naval warfare strategy of targeting different places at different moments so that it was un you, the enemy couldn't stop it. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the there was no way to police it. And um, and I don't maybe that word enemy is a little too dramatic for people. I'm not trying to create enemies here. The enemies of freedom, right? The people that are going to try to shut down peaceful demonstrations, because that's what this thing was. So two different theories there as to how this came to be. Either way, here we are. As soon as it kicks off, um, four million Canadians end up in you know, all over the bridges. They start jump, jumping into the convoy. Um, it was it's. Yeah. It's, I've never seen anything like it in Canada, Bernhard, ever. I don't. Yeah. Hockey games, Canada Day, nothing comes even close to the viral nature of this, the speed at which it picked up, the exponential rate of it. And then the beautiful thing of all is who this pissed off the most. Right. And the fact that they were screaming and writhing and panicking. And in that screaming, writhing panic, they've made so many mistakes yeah. that all of Canada watched and now they're waking up and they're, it's like every day there's new people going, Oh my God. Yeah. They were lying to us. Wow. They lied to me about that. What else are they lying to me about? And it's just absolutely exploded to the point where there's so much to tell you, but let's go like this. What we try. So let me explain what the convoy is. Okay. Cause there's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there. If you're getting your information from any mainstream news outlet, they are flat out lying to you. They're not even just trying to report some news and spin it anymore. It's just creating news, yeah. creating stories, um, and twisting the, the whole thing. So, and I know the people that I speak to in my circles that are all like, you guys need to denounce the hate and the Nazism and <laughs> to just, you know, just go get vaccinated. And I just sit there and I go, just go to one of these places, go downtown on the weekend, go talk to these people. You will never experience, I guarantee you'll never experience more smiles, more hugs, more joy, mm-hmm. the, the best parts of the human spirit. People are out there just celebrating life because we've been locked in gulags for two years. Yeah. And yeah. everybody knows this is a lie. And guess what? There haven't been any major outbreaks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like that. So just think a little bit. So anyways, really quickly, what they want, the truckers said this. It started with the trucker mandates. So the government of Canada and the U.S. government were having these different back and forths about mandating vaccination passports for truckers to cross the border. So in Canada, it was okay for a trucker to go from East Coast to West Coast without a passport. But the minute they go a few feet over the border to pick up some goods and then come back in, they now have to show their papers. And the truckers didn't like that shit, even the ones that got vaccinated. So they said, well, the first wave was, well, as truckers, we should just revolt against this and shut this down so that they give us back our freedom in that regard, right? Everybody should have the freedom to choose. And then it blew up into, hold on a minute, the government is out of control. The, the, the courts are doing nothing. The police are doing nothing. The military is doing it. So we truck, let's, let's win freedom for everybody. So it became, you know, stop mandates, all, every single mandate across the board. And then the other demand was that tr- the Trudeau administration resigns in absolute disgrace. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it's at. That's what people want. And then what they did was they, they said, okay, let's do peaceful demonstration. We're going to plug up the roads. Yep. But we're going to allow, they've been interfacing with uh, the paramedic, like the, 
all the different ambulance services, the police to allow passage. Like they're very, they, they planned this out very well. They've seemed to be 10, 10 steps ahead of the government, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the thing is, is they um, asked the government to come and sit down with them and have a discussion. So they have sort of like some convoy representatives, but any trucker would be like, come up to my truck and let's have a conversation about why I have left everything, my family, why I'm sleeping in my truck in Ottawa in minus 40 weather. And uh, the government, no response, no ambassadors, no discussion. And any that there, if there was any, it was very much like, well, we're not going to talk to you until you're all vaccinated, like that kind of stuff. So the trucker said, well, fine, we're staying here. Then the next phase was let's get the medical health leadership. So Health Canada, Dr. Teresa Tam, and whoever, like anybody, Adrian Dix, any of these people, to come and sit in front of the Canadian people and have a scientific discussion with three mm-hmm. of the top medical experts in Canada. And we also had um, uh, Mr. Dr. Alexander come in, who's an internationally recognized world expert on this stuff. Uh, he actually even worked in the Trump administration for a period of time with the World Health Organization. So he knows this data better than anybody. And so we said, come and sit down and have a, a very civil, peaceful discussion where the government can, for the first time, mm-hmm. present their science, the science that everybody needs to know about, right? Because if you're going to make these kinds of mandates that these truckers are now parked on your front lawn to protest against on behalf of every Canadian, you better have a pretty damn good scientific argument to make because right. you keep saying about So we, we said, then come, clear this all up in a peaceful way. And if you can come and trounce our, these scientists and answer our questions, we'll go home. It's as simple as that. This could yeah. have been over in the beginning. But what does Trudeau do? He walks out of parliament question period four times in a row. So in the last three weeks, he's walked out which means he's walking away from mm. the elected wow. people that have all these questions for him from, you know, whatever. And he walked out of mm. parliament question period. And then when he, then he comes in and he announces something called the emergencies act, yeah. which to me is the height of a loss. This is panic yeah. and desperation. Like you couldn't believe you need the emergency powers yeah. act to shut down all the bouncy castles and yeah. all the pancake breakfasts and all the, the love and unity and celebration and, peaceful demonstration. Uh, there's not been a, there's no been no acts of violence. Any yeah. act of violence was committed by people who were pissed off at the truckers and started throwing rocks at their trucks yeah. and eggs and doing that kind of stuff. There was no violence from our side whatsoever. Um, and that's protect that right to peaceful assemblies protected under section two of our charter, which is our constitution. Mm-hmm. So the government is currently in breach of numerous national and international laws. Of course, you know that all the governments are right now. Yeah. Um, but after Trudeau, just instead of sitting down to have a discussion, you know, I've been saying, Trudeau, go sit down with these guys around a fire, have a hot dog, have some hot apple <laughs> cider. Uh, they'll give you a massage. There's even a hot sauna right there. It's, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Go, go have a discussion with these guys. That's what a leader would do. Yes. That's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, there's a bunch of people. Like, it's really big. It's the yeah. biggest national event in human history. Like, I better go talk to these people and clear it up. But he didn't do that. He doubled down. He broke more Canadian laws. And he used force. He sent militarized police to rush peaceful protesters made up of men, women, and children. Yeah. And so that is the act of a tyrant, a coward, a criminal, and a traitor. Yeah. And I'm not using those words facetiously. They are very literal. They are very real. 
And um, I even have the exact specific laws that are being broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going off here, Bernard, yeah. but no, that's, no, no, that's great. No, 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 that's, that's, thank man. you for the time. And before we go deep into this emergency yes. act and Trudeau, and also, by the way, you conveniently got COVID the, the, the weekend, uh, <laughs> the truck, uh, trucks appeared in Ottawa. Oh my God. Whatever. He's a, you know, I want to talk about him shortly, but I just want to like, Reader, what you said, because I've also followed obviously just videos, many you posted, many others I've been aware of on Telegram and whatnot. Right. And it was so beautiful to see because you're right, Canada, all the Canadians who usually have the, you know, that image of being more passive, kind, let's not get into any conflict, don't step in, let's not say anything controversial. And it started this grassroots, but then seeing this convoy like uh, traveling, driving through the through the country and all these overpasses, people cheering like families, people. I was I got goosebumps watching it. It was amazing, like people really standing up, you know, from a very grounded, loving place. And uh, this this unity was just beautiful to observe, right? And it's fascinating how the I think it's CBC, the the mainstream media outlet that spins it and and, and kind of like calls them white supremacists and, and they want their privilege and, and and Nazis and fringe minority and it's the complete opposite, right? So it's really fascinating to see. And I was really like, mo- extremely, um, how can I say, like inspiring, right? To see mm. the people rise up and. And you said like, yeah, don't fuck with the people who want to be left alone. That's the one rule. It's so true. That's right. Um, so, you know, what's also interesting to know that, you know, not from what I understand that not one single Western leader has spoken out against Trudeau at all. Right. So that's another like red flag. Obviously, you know, his connection, we can talk about this too. Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum and the young leaders uh, groomed by Schwab and all of that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, so you're right. Uh, what also I wanted to um, mention what you just said, it's very interesting. Yes, it started as a grassroots, but I was I'm very impressed. It seems very, very extremely well organized, like you said. Right. It's really there 10 steps ahead and they know exactly and they're holding the line. They're not getting intimidated. They're not taking the bait. Right. Because I'm sure they're agent provocateurs right. trying to get initiate violence. And they oh, showed yeah. this one what Nazi flag that was planted. I think it was even the picture ta- taken by the photographer of Trudeau or something like that. I don't know. Yep. Um, so all of that, they're trying to spin it. Right. Um, but now, yes, Trudeau has pulled the very interesting this emergency act. Right. And then from my understanding, the last time was pulled was World War II, which Laura, my wife, can relate to. Like her like family side, uh, her dad side is Japanese. And the last time the Emergency Act was pulled in Canada was when the Japanese population was pulled put into internment camps and the businesses were taken away from them and destroyed. So right. he, Trudeau is now bringing that in, which is a complete overreaction. And obviously panic and desperation. And the mistake he's obviously make, is making, he's doubling down, right? Playing the time, the dictator. I mean, what I don't understand personally, like when, what, people don't use the word, which I should think should be used at this point. He's a psychopath, right? <laughs> On that very basic level, he has no conscience. You cannot talk, talk reason to him. He's a dictator, uh, who's completely lost his mind, no conscience. And even when you listen to him, he's like, nobody is there. He's just trying to keep to a script. And there's no way, no no sense talking into him. So with the Emergency Act, 
because he just put, you know he announced it, but it still needs to go through Parliament. Is that correct to be really approved, so to speak? Yeah, that's right. Like this isn't Venezuela, Trudeau. This isn't China. <laughs> you can't just enact this kind of thing. We have something called the parliamentary democratic process where you have to go through the gauntlet of all of our MPs. Now, a lot of them are, it's a massive swamp over there in Ottawa, and there's also a lot of them that don't have a spine. But there are those that are pushing back against him on the conservative side. And even on his own team, he's got, I think, now four liberals on his own cabinet have come out against his what he's doing. Um, so there's dissension in the ranks. And he's playing, he's just trying to hold the power, which is why this needed to happen. And Canada needs to watch this. Whatever happens out of this, however hard it is, this is part of waking people up to just how bad this is and who exactly Trudeau is. And you're right. Trudeau's doubling down. He's a psychopath for sure. I bet you he was groomed in those elite families that he grew up in um, to be put in these kinds of positions. As you know, that's how these networks operate. They groom and raise their own so that they're programmed and they're perfect for the positions that they're going to be put into. Um, and but so he's he's a puppet who he can't concede. He cannot. He, first of all, he's in contractual agreements with. Uh, universities and 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 all kinds of pharmaceutical companies regarding these vaccines. He has yeah. a personal stake in how many vaccines are purchased using mm -hmm. Canadian tax dollars. Um, so that's why he's purchased 13 shots per Canadian citizen uh, worth to come in. So if anybody wow. thinks, oh, I got my booster, that's the end of it. It ain't at the end of it. He's yeah. purchased 12 and they want to make this uh, probably a, a shot you're going to have to get every month or every three months. Um, you know, and we know this is all about the digital passport and the ID system, right? Yeah. And it goes further up. And that's what's amazing, Bernhard. I'm seeing little old ladies out there in these protests with signs talking about the universal uh, income and the universal oh, wow. surveillance and all that and Bill Gates and the WEF and Klaus Schwab. And I'm like, wow. So it's our work has not been in vain to wake people up to these things. People yeah. are people are they're turning off the news, the fake, corrupt, shill media that is owned and bought by governments and private corporations. Uh, people are turning that off and they're turning on shows like ours and they're following telegram channels and they're learning themselves. And they're watching They're what they're doing is they're becoming citizen journalists, which is what we've been advocating for since the beginning. Yes. If we want the truth, we're not going to get it from the government and from Vanguard and BlackRock. We're going to get it by going on the road, going down to these things and looking at it for ourselves and learning the truth. And then we record it. And then we send it out to the world. So no matter how much the media wants to stage Nazi flags and whatever, um, and I've had friends on the ground since day one, not a single one has seen any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, they're there with, there's Eskimos down there from, you know, from the Yukon. There's, um, there's First Nations doing demonstrations there. There's yeah. Sikh truck drivers there. There's African-Americans there. There's the Quebecois are there. The French are there. Every different type of person. The Mennonites are there for crying out loud. You know, like the, every type of human being is mm -hmm. there fighting for freedom. And for Trudeau to come out in the beginning and start this off by saying, well, all these people are racist, misogynists, and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's we know he he's being told how to deal with this. Yeah. And it's also mixed with his own personal um, megalomaniacal nature. But um, he he's going back and he's getting the red phone call that's telling him how to deal with this. And if he's talking to people in China or Davos, they're encouraging him to move Canada into a Chinese style 
militarized police surveillance state system. And everybody can see it. And that's what needs to happen. We've often talked, Bernhard, about the precipice, the idea of the precipice that humanity needs to reach in order to awaken. And we've all had it in our personal lives. Like I had it many years ago. So did yourself. There's been many of us that have been, we hit the precipice a long time ago and we woke up and now here we are. And now people are reaching that precipice every second mm-hmm. of every day because of many, many different things that are happening. The, the pressure of all this, the, the side effects from the shots, the side effects from the government policies, et cetera, are just waking people up. Yeah. And so I've been grateful for this event, Bernhard, as much as it gives me stress and anxiety like you wouldn't believe because my whole country, my future's at stake. Look who I am. I'd be the first yeah. one they're going to come round up, okay? So if my show stops, you'll know what's happened. Um, yeah. And I'm not suicidal. I love my life. I'm going to live to be over 100. You watch. But anyways... Um, they, but they are like, cracking uh, down in a way that is proving who they really are. Yeah, the yeah. Canadians that were like, oh, no, you guys are just conspiracy. They would never do that. Well, every time they've said they will never do that, the government goes and does it. Yes, and now they're exactly. like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, and that wakes more people up. So and I think I, this is only the beginning. Man. Exactly. I want to also point out that also the people who are waking up are also vaccinated people. People have gone along yes. with it. People have gotten the shots. They're like, I'm sick of it. This is ridiculous. You know, I support the truckers at this point. We know here, here in Arizona, we, you know, a few Canadians, some older couple, older people here that come here, you know, escaping the winter from Canada. They are vaxxed. They've gone along. But I had a t- uh, chat with them. Like, they full on supported uh, truckers. They don't want to, like, get uh, uh, a PCR test to swap again and get the boost. We're done with it. This is ridiculous. So it's very important to understand this is not just the anti-vaxxed, you yeah. know, agenda and whatnot. This is, like, people standing up for freedom, period. Right? And even the truckers might understand. It's not like they're anti-vaxxed. It's just, no, have freedom of choice. That's really what it comes down to, right? And also, I want to point out, um, yes, it's thank you for sharing that, David. What's what's happening in in Ottawa and all of that? But it seems to be all over Canada. I've seen you like there's been great protests in Victoria as well, right? People rising up, standing up. Oh yeah, and I'm and I live on uh, so I live on Vancouver Island, right? And this is the place that people move to to avoid the rest of the world and escape reality. <laughs> like they come out here to start, you know, fishing and surfing and living their lives out in some hut somewhere. And uh, they don't want to be involved in this stuff. And when I went down, I've gone three weekends in a row. Um, it's incredible. I'm in my truck and I just I'm, I hook up with like a few hundred people from my area and we do this long drive into the main city, Victoria. And as we're going, we're hooking up with different convoy groups of people that are coming from all over the island. And then we're all driving into Victoria together in this massive stream. We're like, I just see Canadian flags all in front of me, Canadian flags at the back in the overpasses. There's people waving Canadian flags. Wow. I, I just, you, it's like driving in an armada. Like you're just like, <laughs> dun, 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 like you're just coming right in and then yeah. we're honking and, and then you get into the city. So the rural areas on the Island are totally different. Most people don't care about the masks. Most people just want to be left alone. Most people don't watch the news. So they're not brainwashed. The more you get into the city, everybody's got three masks on outside by themselves, you know, mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm. it's insane. So you get a mix of honks and you also get a lot of people flipping you off and like seething rage and anger. Like I've never seen in my life. The yeah. only hate is coming from the people that hate the fact that we're fighting back against the government and we're fighting yeah. for our rights yeah. and freedoms. That's where the hate is coming from. Yeah. There's no hate from our, we're just smiling and flashing. The I saw that. I mean, I saw some disturbing sides from the, the counter protest gas, the unvaccinated. I mean, you're becoming like that, what you project onto the the others, right? 
they are projection. It's projection. It's like everything. You know, I'm so glad I followed the political trend in America for the last six years. I'm really glad I learned so much because America got hit with these tactics first. Mm -hmm. Canada had been using them, but a little more subtle. And then when this happened, immediately, you know what the headlines were? Oh, the, they're getting funding from American Trumpers that are going <laughs> to stage another January 6th right. insurrection. So then the CBC, you know, they're like, it's in, they're insurrectionists. Insurrectionists. Insur and I'm like, have you ever heard of an insurrection that has bouncy castles and <laughs> exactly. SpongeBob SquarePants walking around downtown for the kids? Like, Come on, it's a yeah. party, is what yeah, it they, is. they even said like the Russians started it. Again, yeah, Russians, Russians started it. Like all and oh, on the alternative side, I've got some critiques. Uh, the paranoia that you were talking about about how everybody's like, I call, I call it psyop porn. It's right. like everything's a psyop. Mm, yes, I, I think the psyops are the psyop. Um, and so I'm sure there's psyops, but the, the psyop is what the media is trying to do. Okay. Yeah. The, and I, I, you know, I'm also, oh, I was open too to the fact that, Hey, this could be some kind of trap and everything. You, know, you have to be aware of all options. Right. Yeah. But when I experienced what I did and what I saw all over the country, that ha it's the whole country came out. Like let's put something in perspective. Okay. For, for just real facts here. In Canada, we recently had another election that got Trudeau in for a second or third or I don't know how many times. Yeah. Just reminding my American friends that we don't have a system where you only have a four-year term and there's only two mm. major parties that you can vote for. Mm -hmm. um, we have like a hundred parties you can vote for and we can call an election or a referendum anytime we want, right? It's a totally okay. different game. Sometimes politicians will even call for elections as a strategy to keep power and maybe even uh. maybe go, because you can get what's called a minority government. Mm -hmm. And then you can try to achieve a majority government where your mm -hmm. side has control of the house and all that. So um, Trudeau, so Trudeau got out of all Canadians, Trudeau got 20% of Canada to vote for him. I think it was like 21 point something percent voted for Trudeau in the last election. That wow. means 80% of Canadians either spoiled their vote or voted for a different party. So they voted against the Trudeau government. Yeah. So how does it happen? And he, and officially he's on record as having a minority government. Okay. Interesting. So the, it's just has to do with the fact that we don't have an electoral college system where mm -hmm. we can actually, you know, really count that dis discrepancy and go, oh, wait a minute, 80% of the country doesn't want Trudeau. Like if we had an electoral college, more of a republic situation, we wouldn't have had this problem. But so they don't even need to rig elections that much here, although mm -hmm. I even think there are some very interesting discrepancies. Um, they just need to manipulate an already flawed voting system. And that's what they did. So mm -hmm. Trudeau, so let's put, so Trudeau's comments about the fringe minority. Well, Trudeau got 20% of Canadians to vote for him, most of which now regret their decision. So he's probably down to like 8%, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing numbers, but it's got to be lower than half. Yeah. And uh, that means he's in the fringe minority and the people that support him. <laughs> and then when it comes to unacceptable views, well, his views are the unacceptable views, and I can even prove it because they're in total violation of the supreme law of this country, which is the Canadian Charter of Rights. Mm -hmm. um, and they're even opposed to international human rights codes like the Nuremberg, the Geneva, the CPPR, uh, yeah. the UN, the, the International uh, War Crimes Acts, etc. They're in violation of all of it. And... Um, and also, in a he keeps talking about a democracy, and I want to hear from Canadians. 
but he won't have a conversation and he won't send his best scientific champions to answer the call and show their science. Mm-hmm. So that's not, that's not how this works. So um, I don't know if I answered your question there, but that's kind of where, that's kind of where we're at. We're at a standoff yeah, yeah. with an absolute tyrant. <clears throat> no, that's thank you for, for, for sharing the, the political like system and, and setup in, in Canada. I wasn't aware of that. It's important to understand, but I want, I want to like now uh, address a little bit what you just mentioned. We just talked briefly about, because I know for people who don't know, you have, you've been on this truth seeking path for many, many years. You know what's up. You know it's beyond the politicians. You know yeah. there are secret societies. There's the occult. You know your book of Michael Tessarian on enslaved. You know the different levels, right? Right. Uh, but also nothing is black and white. But I really want to address, because as I mentioned, I wrote this article, um, Controlled Opposition and the Truth Movement, the idea of PSYOPs. You know, we all know there are PSYOPs. There are counterintelligence programs, Contel Pro, Controlled yes. Opposition. It's definitely reality. But nowadays, these terms, especially over the past two years, as more people got quote-unquote red-pilled, are being thrown around like candy. Everybody, I don't agree with this, is basically controlled op or PSYOP, right? Mm. Even, even with the, um, the trucker convoy, right? Yes, there needs to be some skepticism. These kind of movements can easily be hijacked, like agent provocateurs, right? right? Get yep. them into violent uh, actions and all of that. We know that. Um, but I want to address that because there's some people say that the um, the trucker convoy is definitely controlled all because then that's how they will blame the uh, the supply chain shortages. And apparently, I have no verification for that. The uh, trucker convoy is sponsored by Soros and all of that. What do you make of this? Because I see what I like about you, what, what we've talked about this many times before, is the necessity, what you call to unite the clans, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? In the quote-unquote truth movement. We can disagree in many different ways, but there's something bigger. And just because somebody... I mean, I've been called controlled out because I have certain views. <laughs> that oh, yeah, agree I've had you the same too. Like, you know, I mean... There's so much like um, this, like I call it like the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the red-pilled truth of community on glued on the computer screen and this caught in this black and white thinking, right? But we need to have more nuanced, subtle view, right? So what do you say about the, all these accusations that the, the, con, the trucker convoy is sponsored by Soros and will use to justify the supply chain uh, shortages and all that? It's, it's, it makes me laugh um, and, and cry in a way because... Um, I, I donated to the trucker convoy and I know tons of people that did. There's even, yeah, there was people in the U S that donated because they, they believe in it as well. We had some very wealthy people in Canada donate a lot of money. Um, you know, and so people saying George Soros financed it. Why would he wake Canada up? That doesn't like, just think through what you're saying. Yeah. It's the stupidest argument you could ever come up with. It's like, okay, they're going to finance this to stop the food supply chains that they were already working on stopping because we know Bill Gates and Amazon and all these companies are buying farmland up everywhere. And they're going to create a a controlled demolition of the economy, which will immediately impact everybody's jobs. They're giving people toxic bioweapons out out in the millions, which are causing people to have conditions where they can no longer do their jobs. So then that way there's less people working in their jobs, which is going to affect the supply chain. The, The whole goal is to affect the supply chain. The trucker convoy knows that they're saying we're going to stop the supply chain for the government. And we're going to shut this country down ourselves because we know you're doing that anyways. Right. right? Right. That's the difference. Um, and so I, this was kind of like what I had about everybody saying Q is a psyop and all these people are psyops. I'm like, really? Like, why would you, why would you have 
something that is going to encourage people with the spirit of freedom, critical thinking, think for yourself, research for yourself. Um, and, and with this trucker convoy, oh, it's a psyop. But why would you inflame all the Canadians yeah. that were that are now awake and waking up everybody because of this and provide the perfect... This seems like a psyop to encourage an awakening, yeah. not a further yeah. shutdown or a further... This doesn't feel globalist to me. This feels completely anti-globalist. And this, the message is very strong. We're trying to use... Also, you got to sit back and I ask every single one of the people that say, this is a psyop, that's a psyop. What's your solution? What do yeah. you want us to do? Seriously. I think you guys have too many fantasies of like Mel Gibson running through the forest with a musket. Yeah, everything like, is a trap. You know, we can't get oh, out. It's a, yeah, <laughs> I think that's just paranoia. I think people are smoking copious amounts of drugs yeah. and then they're applying that logic to this and their paranoia is what's coming through and their own yeah. inner anxiety that they haven't addressed is what's pouring through it. Exactly. So while they might be really, really good at diagnosing the problem, you're out of luck when it comes to going, okay, uh, sit down and tell us a better idea. Here's yeah. the mic. Crickets. And that's yeah. when I know they're full of shit. Because if you're coming out to say, now there's a difference between that. Let me just say this difference between that and somebody coming with a very loving, um, just warning just to say, Hey guys, I'm concerned about you. Be mm -hmm. aware that these traps could happen. Yeah. Be aware that this could be something that they could take advantage of or infiltrate or whatever. But to paint the whole thing with a brush of it's totally a setup. It's all planned. Everybody that's a part of it is an agent working for the government. La, yeah. la, la. It's like, I'm sure the government agents are getting put in there, but yeah. that I'm looking at millions of my countrymen from every background that are in agreement with the fact that the government has way overstepped their bounds and they want their freedom back. What a, why would you inflame that? Now, somebody could say, well, they want to make everybody an easy target. They want to identify everybody. They want to, yeah. but that's your paranoia running away. Yeah, that's a paranoia. That's how the matrix gets you actually, because you have silent, oh, I cannot speak up because then otherwise they will get to me. You know what I mean? That's, yes. that's a psyop, your own paranoid. That's what I've, <laughs> even my article talked about. Like you mentioned, they're not engaged in any sense yourself. Like they project their own shadow. They're caught in the mind, the peanut gallery of, 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 uh, conspiracy theorists out there excuse me but who never put really work out on their own or put themselves out there there's a type also based on baseless assumptions there's no concrete yeah. evidence right, right at all and again we're not saying that these movements can be hijacked we know how it works but it's not that black and white it's more nuanced similar of cube most people have that's a whole other topic of uh, <laughs> yeah, well, i didn't want to pull know, that rabbit exactly apart. it's just <laughs> you know it's, and hey it could even be But it's the way people have these knee-jerk reactions to things. Yes. And and one thing I'll say is, okay, um, we're at war. Welcome to the war of the world. To This is for all the marbles. I don't know if anybody can fully appreciate yeah. um, what we're up against if we lose this. We yeah. can't lose. Losing will equal your death. Yeah. I just, I don't know how to emphasize that. So if you're sitting there being a keyboard warrior and have all these brilliant critiques in the comments without asking for bringing solutions forward you got to start asking yourself what were you doing while crimes against humanity were happening all around you yeah that was actually the question that was posed to everybody before being convicted at the nuremberg trials by the way mm. and you know about people um mm -hmm. that were actually prosecuted under crimes against humanity 
And they didn't have any, they didn't kill a person themselves. They were even against the Nazi ideology in Germany. And yet they were still tried and convicted for crimes against humanity. You know why? Because there's a code in international law as a result of what took place that states that if you are somebody that is in a position of authority or influence and you sit on your hands while crimes against humanity are happening, or all you're doing is just shooting arrows at the same side that's trying to free itself, you're Mm -hmm. guilty of international war crimes and you will be tried under the law. So I'm telling everybody, tread softly right now because justice is coming and it's going to be lawful justice. We are operating under the law. And anybody that's wanting to shoot arrows at our own side, you got to ask yourself, why are you doing that? Are you doing it out of concern? I think the PSYOP is all of this stuff telling everybody it's a PSYOP so that humanity can't actually believe that something good and organic and real is happening in the world. That's what they want. They want fear out there. Any fear will do, Bernhard. It doesn't matter if you're afraid of COVID or if you're afraid of the government crackdowns or the Illuminati infiltrating everything. Fear is what they feed off of at the top. And if they can keep you in fear, they can keep you under control. So I go, all right, you're in a fight. Welcome to the fight. If we are in an army of people and we walk up to face an invading force that's going to come and destroy us all, and I tell the troops, hey, guys, uh, we're going to go and stop this enemy that's coming in. You know, are you with me? And I start hearing a bunch of yakos in the front line going, well, but Dave, the minute we start shooting our arrows at them and throwing our spears... They're going to shoot arrows back at us. Oh, my God. We should all just pack up and not fight back. That's how I see these people. Little man syndrome. Scared little children. Arrested development. Yeah, yeah. They're going to do it. They're going to psyop everything. They're going to try to hijack the whole thing. George Soros is going to fund Antifa to come and start a bunch of shit and make us look bad. Yep, that's what's going to happen. Are you done? Are you finished your rant? Okay. Can we go back to fighting this now? Are you going to go hide under your bed because of that? Or are you going to stand up like a real warrior and fight the odds, even if they're against you? That's Mm -hmm. how freedom was won in the past. Let me remind you, less than 3% of the American male population fought the British empire off and at least won their freedom for a day. Uh, Less than, what was it? 300 Spartans right? Battle of yeah. Thermopylae, you know, seven samurai. It's always been few, the mm-hmm. few that have gone up and won freedom for everybody else. And guess what? Not only do people like us have to fight the enemy, we got to fight all the coat draggers along the way that are trying yeah. to pull us back because they're living in deep-seated anxiety and fear. Yeah. So master your fear and you'll win your freedom. But don't get in the way of the people that have already mastered their fear and are ready to do what's necessary to win it back for you and for us. Stay out of the way. Stay home. We got a lot of horse stables that need cleaning. We got a lot of people <laughs> gardening. Go find your role, but leave the warriors alone. Right. Let us do what we do best. Yes. Sorry, thank- I to get off. No, my- that's awesome. So, thank you so much, David. Uh, we're very well said, and I wholeheartedly agree because you and I we have been in this game, quote unquote, for for a long time. We understand and understand there are different battles, different levels to fight on. There's out of war. Right, yes. and it's not, and I've also I can put the mirror on myself. Maybe in the past I've also easily overly judged as a side of this and that, but I now I got caught in my own mind, my own paranoia, and and as you know, you know, there's a lot of bullshit in the mainstream media, obviously, but there's a lot of bullshit in the French conspiracy world out there as yes. well. So we need to apply quote unquote critical thinking discernment there as well, especially nowadays in this information warfare. You literally can get sucked into the rabbit hole and get stuck in dead ends. And, you know, that's how the matrix has you, like Neil Kramer calls that, getting caught mm. in the second matrix in the paranoia of your own mind, right? Where yes. everything is a trap. And that's how 
that's the real side. That's how the matrix has you while you think you're all pointing all the traps and also understanding that the matrix, so to speak, what happened can never be figured out intellectually. And you, you know my work. I'm also a big emphasis on the inner work. Check your shadows, check your own triggers, your shadow and all of that. Know yourself, know thyself and know thy enemy. Then you know what to do in, in light of art of war, right? So, oh, yeah. And if I could just say yeah. real quick, Bernard, <clears throat> see, I trust someone like you to go down the rabbit hole of seeing if it's a psyop because- you know, I know you've got the maturity and the experience to go into it, research it, entertain it for a little while, and then maybe find that it's hollow and come yeah. back and say, you know what, I looked into it. I thought maybe there was something to it, but it looks like it's just a, another red herring. Like, exactly. th there's nothing wrong. We're in, do you know how much information we're getting hit with every yeah. nanosecond right now? Especially people like us who are doing this for a living, trying to share the, you know, be the media. Um, we get information coming from all angles and we kind of have to investigate it and we got to see, oh, does it look like there's evidence, you know, yeah. whatever, and and then tell the public. So the media will never be this honest. The media will never go and, ch and chase a rabbit and then come back and say, oh, it looks like we were wrong. It's actually this. Like, that's not honest. That's honesty. That's yes. part of being a detective. You actually, what's the apophatic method of learning the truth? It's elimination of the untrue so that yeah. the truth is revealed. So you've, I've done it too. We all go down these things and we may yeah. still be making mistakes. But the thing is, is, you know, you have to stand as an individual. I think what's happened is everybody has become collectivists. And by mm -hmm. collectivists, I'm not just talking on a political level. Mm -hmm. I'm talking psychologically, where we paint everybody with a general brush, yes. right? So we don't look at people as individuals. Yeah, maybe this, let's say, let's try this. Okay, George Soros had this brilliant idea to get truckers to drive and park in Ottawa and wake Canada up in a way that it's never been woken up before. It's this brilliant idea <laughs> to somehow further enslave Canadian people by showing them what freedom looks like. Anyways, so let's say he did. He funded it from the beginning. Well, guess what? What a stupid idea that was. Yeah. Now you got cowboys for freedom. You got <laughs> farmers for freedom. You got bikers for freedom. You got mariners for freedom. I've even seen convoys of moose walking towards Ottawa. So there's moose for freedom now. Like it, you, you started a chain of reaction in a natural environment where there's all kinds of different um, uh, variables that I don't care how many looking glass technologies you've got or how yeah. many, you know, crystal balls you think you're looking at in these witch covens. You can't predict the future because the future doesn't exist yes. because time is a concept of our mind. It's not even a real thing. And yeah. so we create reality. We determine it right now. I'm going to do this interview with you, Bernhard, and then I have a choice. Am I going to finish up my work for the day and be productive and play with my kids and be a good father? Or am I going to go drink myself to sleep on my couch and watch Netflix? I get yeah. to choose what's <laughs> going to happen next. But yeah. I could have someone come and say, Dave's planning a personal psyop to drink himself to sleep and watch Netflix. <laughs> okay. But you're, I still get the choice at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. So I believe in free will. I believe in an individual. I'm not a collectivist. And also never forget that an enemy can plan an attack that as a martial artist, I know can be used against them. Exactly. So even if they planned exactly. a psyop, we just used some Aikido and redirected the attack right back in their exactly. face. And now it's blowing up in front of their you, face. And it's cool. Exactly. You made a good Celebrate point. the win, man. You, may, you make an excellent point because real psyops, <laughs> they have to reveal a part of themselves. You know, yep. the moment an enemy attacks you, the enemy exposes himself right away. Right? That's right, so that's that's how a war works, and yeah, just to reiterate what you said, we we talked about this in a, in a previous podcast podcast together as well. 
in this field, we're in seeking truth, right? And all of that and waking people up. We understand that seeking truth is a process. So we, you're mm. right, we entertain all these ideas. Oh, it could be a psyop, like I have it all there, right? As a possibility. I don't attach to anything. I eliminate. And this could be this. Let's see where it goes. Because, you know, what's what's happening nowadays in the so-called rebel truth movement, a lot of people as, um, claim to know exactly what's going on. Right, mm. this superficial black and white thinking, not not even seeing the bigger picture, even like in light what I talk much about the evolution of consciousness, right? With the bigger cycles right. of the ages, there's something much bigger happening beyond even the three D matrix and all of that. To really consider this, and you're right, the future is not set in stone. That's I also I've gotten rid of this this prediction business, right? Mm. Yes, be aware. I always say, know their enemy, be aware of the agenda. These are evil mother efforts, right? They have yeah. an evil plan for humanity, depopulation, all of this. Um, you know, communist, technocratic, fascist, you know, world government and all of that, it be aware of the agenda. It doesn't mean that they're going to get through with it, right? That's, that's right. The, that's the difference. So you don't want to feed it with this fear and, oh, this is trap, there's no way out and all of it. No, there is, right? Because you beautifully mentioned out the underlying frequency of the matrix is fear and negativity and just all of this, right? And we need to have more quote-unquote objective mind. But none of us are completely objective because none of us are enlightened. <laughs> so well, we, right. Remember that know. movie, The Matrix, where he says to Neil right before the big jump scene, it's my favorite scene because it's there's so many metaphors in there, yeah. um, where he's saying, you've got to let it all go, Neil. Fear, yeah. doubt, and disbelief. Mm. What's he saying disbelief about? He's talking about personal disbelief, doubting yourself. Yeah. disbelieving that that there there is you can create what you want in this world and that the matrix is there to prevent you from creating what you want it's there to put you in a mold where you're on a in a in a hamster maze and mm -hmm. that's how they want you but the freedom has to start in the mind so yeah. regardless of if every physical uh 3d thing that's happening in the world is a perfect way to resist this this tyranny or not it's all, none of it's going to matter for nothing if we don't win the battle in our minds that says i do have the power to co-create this reality yes. i am the author of my own life and my destiny they could turn the whole world into a gulag and i can still be a free sovereign human being yes. and that's yes. the truth if we live like that we won't yeah. even need truckers to park on the road we yeah. the whole world will stop complying with tyranny lies and deception and we'll wake up And that's what we're trying to do. And if this trucker convoy helps that, which I can tell you from my own eyes watching it, it yeah. has. I live, I grew up in this country. Okay. I was born and raised in, in Alberta. Then I lived in Ontario and Saskatchewan. I've been coast to coast many times. I've got family all over the place. Um, I love this country. Canada is also a massive country with yeah. a small population. And, um, and so and we're very far away from each other. So it's easy to have division in that kind of a country. I have never seen a unifying event like this. I've never mm -hmm. seen Albertans arm in arm with Quebecers. I've never mm -hmm. seen First Nations hugging f f like police officers. It's just, it's, yeah. it's amazing to see. And it's been magical. Do you know numerous police officers are resigning right yeah, now? Yeah, I've heard. It's amazing. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the mayor of Ottawa is resigning, the police or the police chief police is officer, resigning. Chief, the, yeah. the, like, there's a lot of people stepping down. There's more doctors. Come. This has emboldened more whistleblowers to come out, more lawyers yeah. to start getting active. Because all you had to do was put a flag in the ground and say, who's with me? Holy crap, did Canada answer the call? And not only in Canada, Bernhard, they're going to start doing convoys in the States. They're doing convoys yeah. all over the Europe right now. In Israel, even. <laughs> Lit everybody up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's amazing. So, wow. That's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, exactly. So it's also, there's something you said, yeah, people can easily fall maybe into hopium, which kind of happened, you know, with other uh, ideas, but there's something to be said. That's why I say about healthy optimism, right? Mm. To keep the, 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 the lighthouse burning, the fire burning. Right, and then the battles we it's the ascent and descent. There will be defeat battles here, but we want to win the war, right? And there's a war on multi. It's literally a war on multi-dimensional levels. So yeah. we see it on one level, and there are many other levels, right? And it it you cannot separate anything. So speaking of that, I, I'm interested in your view. So right now, it's something interesting is happening because of what happened in Canada. Also, more and more countries are letting go of the mandates. Even the vax passports happened in England and so forth. So this is great news, right? But, you know, is there maybe a healthy suspicion like, okay, what are they planning next? Because they're not just going to give up and like, oh, here's all your freedom back. So yep. there's, there's, what do you see next coming in, in this whole agenda? Well, I think they were hoping for like a seamless process of going from the Vax passport to the, basically the Great Reset and the, right. uh, the, the ID, the digital ID, you know, ID 2020, you yep. know, just go to ID2020.org and, and learn that. Um, so they were looking for a seamless process into that, but because of the resistance and not just with the truckers, I mean, people look at France, they've been every every week for months, like protesting all over the world. Um, and so they're like, okay, they know that they have to reel back. Yeah. And then they they certainly did not expect for the population to rise up. They did not. I will tell you this. They didn't expect the 2008 housing market crash. Mm -hmm. They didn't expect um uh what else would they, they didn't expect uh a lot of the movements that happened in 12, 2012 they didn't expect trump they didn't expect yeah. um a lot of stuff and they didn't expect this level of resistance to all this stuff yeah and so when they get caught off guard what they do and we know their playbook okay what these because uh, these are fabians these are communists these are satanists these are people that um they have little men they, they're honestly they're not true alpha they're not true masculine they're not truly strong empowered people because they're operating in a lie a personal lie and that's why they're attracted to those ideas and so they they use the slow march to the institutions the you know attack pull back the passive aggressive strategy that's very much part of this illuminati stuff is it's the passive aggressiveness um and so they go let's try this oh okay guys too much pull it back pull it back pull it back come Mm -hmm. underneath do something else Mm -hmm. that's the so but we know this we, yeah. We've got, everybody knows this now. So they are, this is what they're going to do. They're, they're going to pull back on the pandemic and they're going to swap it for a new crisis. Mm-hmm. Now I yes. thought for a while, they're going to start switching back to the climate thing, but yeah. it's really not working very well. And it, I think they were actually failing on that particular threat prior to COVID, which is why they switched to COVID. Mm-hmm. I think they switched for the, from, cause the climate thing is so dead in the water. There's so much science against it. Um, they're still going to push it, but I don't yeah. know if that's going to be their play overall. I think they're going to—they're trying to make this thing with Ukraine and Russia right. seem way bigger than it is. So that's a, that's there's yeah. a psyop for everybody to go look at. Yeah. Um, they're going to try something else, I think, because that's what you do. You got to swap um, the the hysteria. So yeah. if the hysteria is dying down and people are seeing through the lie of COVID then you've got to distract them. So I'm expecting something big to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big false flag, a big event, a Cuban missile crisis thing, something big is going to happen mm-hmm. that's going to distract the world from COVID while they're mopping that mess up, okay? Yeah. Now, yeah. they also know that everybody now pretty much has HIV. 
Okay, and and I was going to mention that that's how they're going to pull all the the, the vax quote unquote injuries then autoimmune disorders, right? That's it. They're yeah. going to just and they're going to say, look, uh, it's mutated. You're seeing it in the media right now. You know, they're normalizing heart attacks in children. There's yeah. now pediatric uh, cardiovascular wards that have just been set up. Nurses have mm-hmm. told me about that never existed before, because mm-hmm. um, there's just that, and they're expecting that many um, heart, cardiac issues with children. Um, and cause they know the data, these people know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they know that there's a lot of how many people have taken these jabs, you know, uh, Luc Montagnier sadly passed away after mm-hmm. telling everybody to go get tested for HIV. Um, and I don't know if it's 100% of the shots. I don't know if there's just a certain amount. I don't, we, nobody knows, but yeah. we've got the reports already of this, uh, blood clotting, heart problems, and HIV, like, well, HIV, what is that? That's the destruction of your immune system. It's autoimmune, it's, exactly. That's what autoimmune it is. deficiency. Yeah. So, yeah. and what did Gert Vandenbosch tell everybody? We were going to see uh, immune escape around yeah. the world. That's it's just a different word for the same thing. That's all HIV ever was. Yeah. It's the and saw so cancer. We're seeing uprise in cancer as well um, because cancer is your body just imploding in on itself because there's nothing holding it up anymore. And these shots are destroying your immune system. So now you're vulnerable to literally billions of different viruses and all kinds of problems. So, you know, they knew what they were doing with this. We're all praying that we can win the freedom back and then get the real truth out there about what's going on with Fauci, the NIH, the CDC, the who, et cetera. Um, and that this was a, this was a soft kill attack on the world, a bioweapon attack. Um, and I'm not, it's not facetious at all. Like that, it defined the, the actual ingredients in this shot are deemed by the international courts as being the ingredients of bioweapon warfare. So yeah, that's a true bioweapon. Bio exactly. I mean, yeah, that's and the, it's in that, the shots, right? Exactly. We don't know about the virus. That's another thing. It's something that's pathogenic was flying around. I caught yeah. it. My whole family caught it, but yeah. we beat it easy, right? Like yeah. we have strong immune systems. We didn't need any of that other stuff, but they suppressed they suppress solutions. They suppress known cures and instead told you to wait into your bed until they have a vaccine um, that's now killing people. So um, I think they're going to they need to start stepping away from the optics of the evidence that's coming out that this was a planned genocide attack. Right. Exactly. And yeah. and so they need. To, so if we were to do nothing, then that's what they would do. They would just kind of phase that in and try to say, oh, look, now HIV is contagious. Right. Something like that. And that's why. And oh, heart attacks are you can get heart attacks, burn hard from fluffing your pillows too hard. That's why yes. everybody's dropping dead hard. <laughs> they're fluffing their pillows too hard. You know, it's a, they're working those soccer players too hard in the training camps. Those 19 year olds that are in the best shape of their yeah. life and they're in yeah. better shape than like war horses. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. just working them too hard in training. That's why they're all dropping in the pitch. Yeah, right. Exactly. Never seen that. So it's like they, they, they're trying those things, yeah. but those are failing. So it, what I'm saying is we're backing a tiger up into the corner. Okay. Yeah. And when you back the tiger up in the corner or the bully up in the corner, you better be able to survive their biggest swipe, uh, which is coming. And, yeah. um, but they're also going to make can, mistakes. You win. They're going to, they're going to make mistakes at the same time because they are desperate and panicking. 100% they are. And so yeah. because we're on to them. So this is what I'm trying to tell people. Don't worry about psyops and what they're going to do next. Just get it through your head that you're right. We know the playbook. We know what they're going to do. Expect yeah. it. We're at war. Let's fight back. Do you want to fight back or do you want to? Just go out on your knees. Like, so expect that they're going to do more false flags. Expect they're going to try to manipulate this. But as they do it, a good martial artist is waiting for opportunities in the chaos. That's what Sun Tzu said. He said, in the art of, in the in war, in the middle of the chaos, there's also opportunity. 
And that's what I specialize in is teaching people how to see opportunity while under duress, Mm -hmm. while being grabbed in a headlock, while being punched in the face, Mm -hmm. while being someone on top of you, smacking you around. How do you survive that? You either curl up in a ball and just take it, or you look for opportunities to escape and prove your position. So -hmm. that's warfare. And that's what we're doing. So how about you join us in the fight? And let's take this home because if we lose this, humanity as we know it is over. Freedom as we know it is over. Life as we know it is over. These people are terraforming this planet. They are going to cause, they are, they are looking to vastly reduce the numbers of the human population. There's all kinds of documentation on that. I could do a whole 10 hours on it. Um, and they are looking to also alchemically alter the human species to yeah. be more congruent with the technology that they want to bring in. That's your transhumanism. Yeah. And this has been an age old thing. This is what I'm tr- proving out in cult of the medics, the, yeah. the, the actual process of altering humanity over the past hundred years. Yeah. So, you know, we have a big fight ahead of us, but I'm the kind of person I'm either going out on my shield or I'm coming on home on it. And I hope you'll join me because this is for all the marbles. Yeah, beautiful said. That's really, this is the time to be on the right side of the history. You know, just speak up, stand up, do it all. You know what I mean? I know from the work I do with my wife at the courses we are hosting, you know, we have a new one coming up in April 11th, uh, Time of Transition about its Soul Awakening, where we combine in and out of work. People are going through a lot. Mm. So we need to fight, but take care of your inner life, right? We need a warrior, needs to be strong within, right? Be calm, have, you know, because a lot of what's happening, a lot of stuff coming up, their own trauma, shadow. We need to conquer also the enemy within to be grounded, to be. Uh, strong and 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 face the enemy so to speak within and without and it's very important and not to ever ever give into fear now is the time as you said to speak out stand up and do what's right right and in the ultimately it's not rocket science it's about following conscience that's really what it comes down to right um now <clears throat> we are at the end of the first hour but before we take a break i want to hint i really want to get in the second hour into your amazing documentary serious cult of the medics Right. Uh, and really dive deeper also into, I want to ask you about this whole idea of the virus and all of that and a lot of things I want to talk about, which I also not necessarily will be able to sure. talk about in the first hour without being censored and all of that. But for people letting know, where, first of all, where can people find you and your documentary and where, where can they follow you? Uh, thanks for that. Yeah. It, if you go right now to cultofthemedics.com, um, you can, there's even a Telegram channel as well. You can find there, Cult of the Medics. Uh, but if you go to cultomedics.com, the first half of this series, the first six chapters, I'm, do, I'm planning 12 chapters. Uh, the first six chapters are available for free for anybody to watch on multiple alternative platforms and even download the MP4 and save it and watch it for yourself. Um, and what it is, is it's an exploration into the occult history of the medical industrial complex in a way like you've never heard before. So I'm basically Mm. operating as like a DJ in this series where I'm remixing different ideas, different pieces of film and interviews and and ideas and music and concepts and, you know, a bit of light and dark, a little bit of all kinds of stuff to hopefully recruit the watcher to help me in uncovering this thesis. Cause this thesis is so big that I'm dropping on everybody in this, that I don't even know how to contain it all. And I even need help with uh, continuing to research it because I have a feeling this is far bigger than we ever possibly even imagined. Um, So yeah, cultofthemedics.com, you can get caught up there and I'll be doing the second half uh, probably starting in March. <laughs> Sorry, I'm currently busy fighting for my freedom in Canada, but when things <laughs> settle down, I'll get back onto it and we'll we'll do the second half. No, I'm amazed. Like I've, I've watched it. You've done amazing work because you've done it all yourself, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That, I've, I've written, incredible. directed, produced 
edited. It's a hundred wow. hours of editing for every chapter. It takes my whole body and soul and mind. So yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's a labor of love. Um, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah. So that, so let's dive deeper. So definitely everybody check that out. We go deeper into that and talk about this more in the second hour. For anybody who is not a member yet, you can sign up at veilofreality.com, get access to all the second hours and a little announcement too. My wife, Lauren, I have another installment of our 12-week in-depth program, Time of Transition Embodied Soul Awakening, starting April 11th until July 2nd, maximum 40 spots available. And there's still um, some spots uh available by application go to my website to check that out it's a really in-depth course in inner and outer work for the times we're in right now to to you know really embody the spiritual warrior which we really need in this day and age and with that being said see you guys shortly in the second hour thank you david thank you bernhard <laughs>